Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. Dentists. Tonight's story is about a dentist named Mabel. Mabel was not a people dentist. She was a dentist for everything that wasn't people. So people brought their dogs to her and she cleaned their teeth, and people brought their cats to her and she cleaned their teeth. She went and cleaned she went and cleaned horses. The zoo called her, and they put their crocodiles to sleep, and she would clean the crocodile's teeth while they slept. And she would clean the teeth of lions and tigers and all sorts of animals, only when they were asleep, because those animals can be dangerous. Very dangerous. Anyway, one day, Mabel was sitting in her house. At home, not at her office, not where she had all her dentistry tools, and she heard a doorbell ring. She went and answered the door, and there was a great fluff ball. It was bright orange, and Mabel said, hello, and the fluff ball said, hello, and Mabel said, may I help you, and the fluff ball said, are you Mabel the dentist for things that aren't people, and Mabel said, yes, and the orange thing said, well. I'm not people. I see that, said Mabel. Do you mind telling me what you are? I think I'm the only one, so we don't really have names, said the orange thing. Oh, said Mabel. Do you have just a name for yourself? I call myself HUD. HUD, said Mabel. Well, it's nice to meet you. How may I help you, my HUD? He said, I need my teeth cleaned. And she said, you have teeth? And he said, yes. And that big orange puffball just split wide open in half, and Mabel was looking at the biggest mouthful of teeth of all sorts she'd ever seen. There were sharp teeth and molars and incisors and just teeth, 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 teeth all the way around. And she said, my goodness, that's a lot of teeth you have. And he said, yeah, and they've never been cleaned. I can see that, said Mabel, who was trying not to breathe too deeply because not only could she could see it, she could smell they'd never been clean. They were awful-smelling teeth. She said, I don't have my tools here. Can we go back to my office? And Hud said, no, I gotta be leaving soon. I gotta take my spaceship back to my own planet. Who's here not from this planet, said Mabel. Of course not, said Hud. You ever seen anything like me before? I can't say that I have, said Mabel. He said, anyway, I have to leave soon. Can't you just find something to brush my teeth with? So... Mabel went to her bathroom, and she looked at all her toothbrushes. She had small ones and medium ones and big ones and soft bristles and medium bristles and hard bristles. And after she'd gone through all of them, she saw that none of them was remotely big enough to brush Hud's teeth. And she was starting to be a little worried. But then she looked down, and she saw that she had her toilet bowl brush. 
And so she picked that up and she ran under hot water to get it as clean as she could. And she picked up the tub of toothpaste and she walked back to her front door and HUD was still standing there. Big orange fluff ball just split in half. Teeth, 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 teeth. And she said, okay. And she took the toothpaste and she just squirted it over his teeth. And then she got that toilet bowl brush and she just started scrubbing. And she scrubbed, 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 scrubbed. There was so much foam from all the toothpaste. Scrub, 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 scrub. And the foam was just, it covered his mouth. And she said, hold on a second. And she stepped outside and she got the garden hose. And she said, step back, please. And then she took the garden hose and she sprayed off his teeth. And he said, and he just spit out all that foamy toothpaste. And then she said, open wide again. He opened wide again. She squirted a little more toothpaste and she scrubbed the the extra gritty spots, the spots that had things that she did not recognize stuck between teeth. And she scrubbed until they were clean and bright and red, which I guess was their normal color. Anyway, she said, all done, and HUD went, and he snapped his mouth shut, and he said, thank you very much. He said, how can I pay you? And she said, well, usually I'm paid in dollars. HUD made a sort of quivering motion that might have been a shrug and said, I don't have any dollars. And Mabel said, well, let me think. And Hud said, would you like a ride in my spaceship? And Mabel said, definitely. And so Hud took her. And they walked a block to the park. And they walked out among some trees and they walked right up to a tree. And Mabel said, this is your spaceship. And Hud said, this is its disguise. It disguises itself. And he pressed a button and a ramp came down out of the side of the tree. And they walked up the ramp into the tree. And then once they were inside, Mabel could see they were definitely not inside a tree. It had all sorts of flashing, glowing lights. It was all sorts of decorations strange paintings of things that looked like orange puffballs and blue puffballs and red puffballs. Hud said, where would you like to go? And they all said, well, I've always wanted to see the rings around Saturn. And Hud said, which planet is Saturn? And they all said, well, it's the sixth one. It's the sixth one. And from the sun, and Hud said, no problem. And he pressed a button, and she could feel that they were moving very fast. And soon the clouds were shooting by, and then it was black, it was space, and he said, now it's time to really go. And she said, would you mind flying by the moon on the way? And he said, no problem. And she felt, she heard a sort of rumble, and then the ship was really moving. She could see the earth fading away behind her, and then the moon getting bigger in front of her, and they flew down to just above the surface of the moon, and they slowly cruised over it. And Mabel looked at all that gray and black, and she was glad she came from the planet Earth, where there, everything was green and brown and blue and beautiful colors. And then they zipped off again, accelerating even faster. And before long, Mabel could see a, a dot of light of them. It became a ball of light. It became a ball of light with a ring around it. And then they flew right to the They could see Saturn. And they flew right up to the rings. And Mabel could see how the rings were made out of 
little tiny chunks of ice and dust that were floating. And they flew all the way around Saturn once with people looking at the rings and HUD pointing out some of the moons that, that orbited around Saturn. And then they turned and he said, okay, well, I gotta be getting back to my planet now. And so he zipped back and she could soon see Saturn falling behind them. And then a little blue ball of light growing bigger and bigger and bigger until it was the Earth. And then they were flying down through the atmosphere until they reached a spot just above her house. And he landed in her front yard and the ramp went down and she got out. When she looked back, she saw a huge tree in her front yard that had never been there before. And as she watched, the tree rose up into the sky. And as she looked at it from below, it started to look like a bird. And then it flew up into the sky and was gone. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.